In this video, we're gonna be talking about lead nurture, strategically how and where you should be nurturing your leads into prospects so that you can gain more clients. What's going on guys, Greg Hickman here and welcome back to the channel. Uh, like I said, we're gonna be diving into lead nurture strategy. Now this is actually gonna be a two part series in this video. Uh, we're gonna cover kind of the strategy, really specifically looking at where you can be nurturing your clients. And in the next video, we'll be talking about what types of content you should be using within those different channels that we talk about today to nurture your prospects. So here's kind of where this video is coming from contextually. If you're in the agency world or freelancer or high ticket coaching consulting, traditionally you would run a ad into a webinar funnel, a webinar funnel into a call. And by the way, that still works, but there's gonna be a small percentage of people that actually always buy on the first call. And a good amount of your revenue is going to come from people that you are nurturing and following up with, both uh, from people you've actually spoke to on the phone already and just weren't ready to buy, and you and or your sales team are following up with those prospects. Or what we're really gonna talk about in this video, the content that you should be creating um, and where that content should live to stay top of mind with those prospects. Uh, in our business, um, and we're, we do a little over seven figures a year at the time of recording this, uh, I would say each and every month, at least 40% of our new sales, new sales come from people that have been with inside of our nurture ecosystem. So in and, in and around, hanging out, lurking in the shadows of the places that we're gonna talk about in this video. There is a lot of money to be made in the follow-up. One of the biggest things that I see that has changed over the years is follow-up used to just be keep, e keep emailing them for 365 days a year. And email was really the only channel. But now with social and all the different platforms, there are a lot of different places that you can and should be to properly nurture your prospects so that when they are ready to make a decision that you are the one that they choose. So let's dive in. So when it comes to lead nurture, one place that you should 100% create if you haven't already is some sort of a group. Um, I like to say, build the place to be. Now, one of the most common topics around lead generation is like, go where your prospects are. But while that's great to get started, once you start getting some momentum, it's a lot easier just to be the place that people want to go to hang out. Uh, for us, that is a private Facebook group. Uh, you can get to that inside this video or visit altagency.com forward slash groups. You've probably are in a handful of private Facebook groups right now. I personally believe that Facebook groups are really, really powerful for lead nurture uh, for a lot of reasons, which we'll talk about. But I want you to create a hub, create a group for yourself that allows you to pool prospects um, and continue to add value and nurture them. Now, you might say, hey, Greg, I don't like Facebook, which is fine. There's LinkedIn groups, there's Slack communities. I do think each of them have their pros and cons. Some are definitely more effective right now. Some are on the come up like LinkedIn. Uh, at the time of recording this in April of 2021, LinkedIn is really just kind of getting started with groups and like up-leveling them to compete with Facebook. Facebook, however, is also running TV commercials about groups, so they're very bullish about groups as well. So uh, it could be that. It also could be a local meetup. I have friends that uh, 
for example, Pat Flynn, who has an amazing YouTube channel, he runs a local meetup in San Diego for entrepreneurs. Like once a month, they all come together in person and they hang out. And that's another way of kind of creating an authority and building a group for yourself. So principle number one is build the place to be in the form of a group. Uh, we prefer Facebook groups. So that is something I think you should definitely be looking at this year. Uh, it can, doesn't have to be a big group either to get a lot of value. Uh, we have just under 3,000 people or just over 3,000 people in our Facebook group. And we've been building it very slowly, very strictly, only allowing the right people to come in over the last couple of years. Uh, I know people that have 1,000 people in their Facebook group that have generated multiple six figures from under 1,000 people. So it's not necessarily about having the largest group. It's about having a group full of the right prospects. All right, so number two is just your email automation. I mentioned at the beginning of this video, like nurture and follow-up used to just mean email people for 365 days a year. So the concept of lead nurture in many cases for a lot of people has always been tied to email campaigns. Well, in most industries, or many at least in our, our space, like on average, you get 18 to 20% open rate. So even if you had a, a list of thousands upon thousands of prospects and you're emailing them and that's your only channel, your message isn't even getting in front of all of them. So while it's a great channel and you should be emailing, I'd say at least two to four times per week to your list, it's not the only one, but it is one. And one of the biggest mistakes I see is because people see that their, their open rate is maybe only 20%, they actually email less frequently because they feel like they're bombarding or spamming their, their list. But the problem is if you're spamming your list, you're probably not adding value. So I would challenge you in, in the next video, we're going to be talking about types of content that you can be sending to email. So I'll cover that in the next video, but you want to be adding value, telling stories, things like that. And I'll give you some examples in the next video, but don't neglect email just because it's like historically a newsletter and you have to share news. You can tell stories, you can have calls to action, you can do promotions, you can point people to other content in these other platforms that we're talking about. I do a live training in our free Facebook group every single Wednesday. I can email my list on Wednesday reminding people to show up to that training and I'll see a spike in my attendance. I can follow up uh, later in the week with, this, with another email saying, hey, catch the replay of that training. So. You can use email, just like any one of these other channels, to cross-populate the other places that you are spending your time. So first is build yourself a group. We recommend Facebook groups. The second is to leverage your email list by having email campaigns and automation that are going out two to four times a week. Number three is retargeting. So retargeting ads. There might be people that are coming to your homepage or there might be people that click on your ad and go to opt into a webinar or a masterclass of some sort or a PDF and not actually opt in. You can retarget those people. You can retarget people that uh, have been inside your Facebook group, that have been on specific pages of your website. You can retarget people on your email list. So like I just said, if only 20% of people open your email, but you can then run an ad to people on your email list with a similar message, you might get in front of them on their social platform where you are running those ads. Again, this could be Facebook ads, this could be Google retargeting, depending upon where your audience really hangs out. If only a small percentage are opening email and that's your only channel, well, get in front of them using paid ads. 
running retargeting campaigns, you can literally get started for a couple bucks a day, depending upon how big your audience is, and you will then be top of mind. And again, in next video, I'm gonna share different types of content uh, that kind of pillar content that you can be retargeting people with, but really in essence, all of these different platforms, group, email, retargeting, the upcoming ones, the content is gonna be interchangeable. You're really just, getting in front of your ideal prospect to stay top of mind. So again, you always need to come from a place of value and trying to be of service. This is not just always retargeting to make a call to action to buy, but you might say, hey, don't forget to join our free Facebook group. That could be a retargeting ad from someone on your email list. You could say, hey, I was working with a client the other day and I wanted to share some of their success. Like you could share client testimonials and wins and case studies. There's a lot of different ways you can use retargeting. You could retarget people with just your weekly YouTube video. If I want to make sure that this video gets out in front of my email list, instead of just emailing them to say, hey, here's the link to the YouTube video, I could run a retargeting ad to my email list. So now I'm pushing my YouTube video in a Facebook ad to everyone that's on my email list. So I'm bringing the content to them versus always driving them to the content and retargeting is really, really great for that. And again, for a really small budget, especially starting off, you can, and I say this in a very non-stalkerish way, you can follow your prospects around so they start to see you. And there's a little bit of like an omnipresence that happens when you do this. And when they're ready, you're gonna be the first one that comes to your mind because they'll be seeing you everywhere. So retargeting is really, really powerful because you can be in the places that they're already spending their time sharing more value so that they choose you when they're ready to take action. All right, the next thing you could do is call them. Uh, for our lead magnets, our webinars, we actually collect phone number. Um, if you're calling people that have purchased something from you and you have something else to sell them, you might have their phone number. You'd be surprised if what kind of response you get when you call someone who registered for your webinar. They're going to be shocked that you're calling them uh, because not a lot of people do it. And you'll be surprised at how often that turns into a qualified conversation. Now, again, most of this is going to be a numbers game and there will require volume here to make this worthwhile, but you could send out ringless voicemail. You can make physical phone calls. We have our, our team calling people that have you know, consumed our training to see what they thought, see what their current challenge is. We have tons of free content. We can point them to the next piece of content that might help them right now. That is us being of service. Now you could call them, you might capture uh, their messenger profile, whether that's LinkedIn message, Facebook message. So when I say call, you could actually just also private message them, DM them, things of that nature. In this regard, this would be less automated like the email campaigns that I mentioned earlier and more on the personalized outbound touches through phone, messenger, and even one-off one-to-one emails. You can have someone on your team dedicated to doing this. In the beginning, you can, but that little extra amount of high touch can usually pay big dividends, especially when you start hitting critical volume because people see that you're looking out for their best interest. Hey, I saw you checked out this training. I just wanted to see if there was anything else I could give you that might help you with where you're at right now. And hey, if you're interested, let's have a conversation about how we might be able to help you and how you might be able to hire us. So outside of building a group, 
outside of email automation, outside of retargeting, you could call them and direct message them with personal communication. Now, the next thing is uh, the fifth location, which is just your social profile. So you're watching this on my YouTube channel. Maybe you have a YouTube channel. You could use your LinkedIn profile, your Facebook profile, your Facebook business page. You might be a stud on Instagram and make really great carousels. You might really like Twitter. My point is, you want to be creating value add content in these channels. Now, in the beginning, I recommend you pick at least one. You don't try to be in all of these channels at the same time. That is a recipe for disaster. But if you're if you run a group, if you have emails, if you're doing retargeting and you're consistently putting out value on your social profiles, you can drive people to that. When people see your ads, when people see one thing and they go to your other channel, you're going to build more authority because they're gonna see you constantly talking about the same things in the same places, or in different places rather. So uh, don't neglect your social profiles. Now the sixth thing is actually audio. Uh, originally I would have just said podcast. Podcast is a great place to nurture prospects. You know, you're in their earbuds, your, your voice is you know with them when they're driving to work or they're working out or they're cooking. Now we have Clubhouse and other other forms of audio that are ways for you to show up in their world, adding value only using your voice. So we have groups, we have email automation, we have retargeting, we have personalized outbound with phone calls, um, with DMs, etc. We have adding value on your social profiles, whether that's Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, etc., and using your voice through a podcast or a clubhouse. Those are six different locations that you can and should be harnessing over time to stay top of mind with your prospects. Now, a few tips before you jump into using these. One, you don't wanna do all of these at once. I highly recommend that you spend some time rolling out and mastering and kind of getting consistent with one channel at a time. If you can't even email your list two to four times a week, Get good at that before you're also trying to release a YouTube video every week. So I really recommend you kind of stack one on top of the other as you build proficiency and consistency in each of those channels. Now, the last tip is to sus subscribe to this channel because we release a new video like this each and every week and click that notification bell because next video, I'm going to break down different types of content that you can be using inside of these channels because one of the number one challenges I see people face is, Greg, I know I need to show up more. I know I need to produce content. I just don't know what to say. So if you don't know what to say to nurture your prospects, we're going to cover that in the next video. But I want you to leave a comment below this video with the next channel that you are going to focus on and master as a part of your lead nurture strategy. Till next time, take it easy. See you soon.